Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Wow. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. Welcome to the Weekend Update with Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish. Every Monday on The Athletic NBA Show. It did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. Hello and welcome to The Daily Ding on The Athletic NBA Show. A very special episode of The Daily Ding. As the NBA regular season draws to a close, we look ahead to the play-in and the playoffs with excitement and anticipation. The NBA playoffs represent the ultimate test of a team's strength, strategy, and mental fortitude. And this year's playoffs promise to be one of the most thrilling and competitive in recent memory. In the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks have emerged as the team to beat, led by the unstoppable and unflappable Giannis Antetokounmpo. The Bucks have been dominant all season, finishing with the best record in the Eastern Conference. However, they will face stiff competition from the Philadelphia 76ers, who are led by MVP candidate and likely winner Joel Embiid. But we should not overlook last year's finals runner-up, the Boston Celtics, who with a deep and talented roster are led by Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and are looking to make a return trip to the finals in the Western Conference. The Denver Nuggets have been impressive with their balanced team play and the domination of Nikola Jokic, but the looming threat of the Golden State Warriors cannot be ignored. With the return of Andrew Wiggins, the resurgence of Klay Thompson, and the ever-dangerous Stephen Curry, the Warriors are looking to defend their championship. They may not have had the best regular season, but the playoffs are a completely different beast. And let's not forget the Phoenix Suns. With the help of Kevin Durant, they hope to enter their name into the favorites conversation. But it's not just about the favorites this year. We always have some surprises in the playoffs. And this year, the feel-good story is the Sacramento Kings. After years of mediocrity, the Kings have finally found their footing, thanks in large part to the incredible play of De'Aaron Fox. While they may not be the favorites to win it all, the Kings have already shown that they're a team to be reckoned with. So buckle up, because the playoffs are here and anything can happen. Keith, Parrish, weekend update, daily ding, regular season finale. Welcome. Thank you, Dave. That was beautiful and epic. I'm now very fired up to wait six days for the playoffs to start. (laughs) No, the play is going to be incredible, Dave. The play is going to be incredible. The playoffs have been going on for weeks. I don't know where you've been. And the final day of the regular season was chaos. Plain and simple. Well, that's one word for it. (laughs) (laughs) We had every team play, and I think something like four teams wanted to win. So it wasn't totally (laughs) as epic maybe as it could have been. There were certainly some people who wanted to improve their draft position on the final day. It did come down 
in the second window of games where there actually were teams checking the scoreboard. Uh, there were Clippers fans being like, wait a minute, do we want to lose right now? No, 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 it's too risky. We can't do it. We have to win. And I think Ty, Ty Lue was there where their coaching staff was like, wait, what's the score of the Pelicans Timberwolves? Is there any way we can slow this game down? There was a moment where this Clippers-Suns game where the Suns are not playing their regulars and the Clippers, you know, have the chance of either being the five seed, the six seed, the seven seed. We don't want to be the seven seed. Last year, Paul George got sick and they were in the play-in and then all of a sudden they're out of the playoffs. So, like, you don't want to be in the play-in no matter what. But there was a delay in the Suns-Clippers game and they were had to fix some speaker or something. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this shenanigans? Are they slowing <laughs> the game down to find out what happens because, like, the results of Pelicans Timberwolves greatly affected whether or not the Clippers wanted to win because by winning, the Clippers end up. Now we know they're going to face the Suns in the first round. That doesn't sound that much fun. You, you, you spoke very eloquently about our Sacramento Kings and the great season they're having, but if you have the chance to play the Kings or Kevin Durant in the playoffs, I'm sorry, Sacramento fans. I'm sorry, like the Beamers. Most people are going to pick to play the Kings uh, over, over the Suns, but... As it turned out, there was excitement. These games came down to the final seconds, and uh, they could not back their way into the exact slot they wanted. They had to actually go out to play to win. Imagine that, Dave. <laughs> well, let's start in Minnesota, where the Pelicans okay. came into town in control of their own destiny, Keith. And Brandon Ingram was incredible in this game. A game-high 42 points, but it was not enough. The Minnesota Timberwolves mount a comeback in spite of internal strife and injury to beat the Pelicans 113-108, thanks to Anthony Edwards, 26 points, 13 rebounds, four steals, four blocks. This guy is a star, Keith. That's the kind of guy that can lead you to playoff success. Well, we've already seen his first postseason run. He was unbelievable. I mean, they didn't win. They, 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 they made it from the play-in last year. He was awesome. Uh, against the Grizzlies last year in the first round of the playoffs. He was outrageously good, and now we see in this one backs against the wall. He's getting, what, four steals, four blocks? I mean, the moment of the game outside of the extracurricular stuff, which honestly probably is the moment of the game. But with the game in the balance, he blocks C.J. McCollum at the rim and then ends up with an and one on the other side. Like, his stat line is absolutely absurd finishing with 26 points, 13 rebounds, four assists, four blocks, and four steals. That's doing everything that you have to do to get your team uh, into a better spot in the postseason. And the Pelicans fall all the way down to the nine seed. This is a tough look for them. Yes, Ingram with the 42, but Gobert gets sent home in this one. You're up at halftime. Jaden McDaniels, who's, you know, a fringe, like, all-defensive contender, I mean, for all-defensive team, he's an absolutely integral part of the Timberwolves. He breaks his hand by punching a wall in frustration. So the Timberwolves are down Gobert, down Jaden McDaniels. They depend on savvy veterans, Kyle Anderson and Torian Prince. And, like, you got to feel disappointed if you're, if you're a Pelicans fan. Yeah, and, I mean, let's get to the, the biggest story to come out of this game aside from the Timberwolves getting the eighth seed, which is Rudy Gobert threw a punch at Kyle Anderson late in the second quarter during a timeout, and then the team dismissed him for the rest of the game. They sent him home. Yeah. Now, not to France, but they sent him, to I'm assuming, <laughs> to his, his apartment in Minnesota. 
Um, I mean, they might send him to France this summer, though. I mean, this is well, a maybe. This maybe, is a maybe. bad. <laughs> this is a bad sign when you're, you know, all NBA defensive level center and, and your very good Keith's favorite player in the NBA uh, well, power forward and uh, backup point guard um, are getting into it. Oh, but, I, I briefly got but, confused. Yes, Kyle yes, Anderson, Kyle one Anderson. of my favorite players yes. in the NBA. I thought Kyle you were going to go bear joke. And Kyle Anderson yeah. is, I, you know, I watch a lot of Timberwolves games. Yeah. He can be demonstrative when teammates yeah. make defensive mistakes. But, yeah. you know, that's part of having a, a, developing a working relationship with someone. And, and Rudy Gobert also can get frustrated with his teammates when they make defensive mistakes. So, um, yeah. seems, look, guys get heated in the, in the heat of battle, you should say. Yeah. Um, you can't throw a punch at your teammate. I don't care. You just cannot do it. I yeah, it's an inexcusable moment. Of course, it is now going to become a social media thing because Gobert commented on Draymond punching his teammate in the preseason. So of course, Draymond has come out now and tweeted the exact same words that uh, Gobert sent uh, back in the preseason. Now that Gobert has punched his own teammate. Tim Connolly says, you know, they're going to handle it internally, but honestly, we're going to find out, Dave, whether or not he suits up or not. It will no longer, the punishment will no longer be internal when we find out the injury report if Gobert is going to be available even for the play-in game against the Lakers. I mean, what do you think, Dave? I feel like they're not going to, they're going to be like, sorry, like, you know, you punched our guy, you're suspended. But I, but, but I don't know because we've seen teams, the Warriors, uh, skirt around this and not suspend him. You know, like they might do some kind of fine. I don't, some kind of fine. I don't know. I mean, you're playing for your season. Yeah, as the eight seed, you have a chance to lose. But then like, you know, then it's essentially a single game. Let me ask you, Keith. I'm going to yeah. ask you a question here. If it was yep. the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. They would suspend Rudy, right? I would, I don't know. I don't know what I, teams look, do anymore. I, I think accountability, I refuse to believe that accountability doesn't matter. And, and like, listen, Maybe Rudy will apologize to, to Kyle, apologize yeah. to the team, and the team feels like, hey, look, this is out of character, which I've never seen Rudy Gobert even really get heated like that with, with a teammate in, in that yeah. fashion, right? It never has appeared to become physical. I don't think Rudy Gobert is that guy. I mean, very obviously. I, so I think if, I, man, if, I, I if think... he does an apology and the team is cool with it, yeah. maybe he won't get suspended and maybe that's okay and all fine and good, but I just don't. I mean, from an NBA standpoint, I mean, if he, this was an opposing player, though. You can't, no, but that's totally different. I understand. I, I, I understand. I feel I still like throwing a punch. I feel like I've a lot of leeway for, as you said, like, like heat of the battle. Like, this is your teammate. If you wanted to punch him, like, in the face, the head, or something, he could have. He, I mean, he punched him you hard, but yeah. he punched him in the arm. He punched yeah. him in the shoulder. And I think there's, I don't know, there's degrees to these things. And I don't know. I've never been in the situation. I've never been a professional athlete. And so it's like, it's hard for me to say, like, what do they choose to do? What is even appropriate in this situation? I do know it's awkward. And I do know I'm going to make jokes about the, about the Timberwolves coming back and winning because Gobert wasn't there. And I just, sorry, Gobert's going to be the butt of my jokes once again. I don't like, if he plays, like, do they need him to beat the Lakers? I don't know. I, I they think have Cat. I mean, honestly, if Nas Reed was around... That's, if that's Nas Reed was healthy, we'd be like, fine. Yeah. Gobert, you don't, you don't get a Matter play. Matter of fact, I forgot that Nas, Nas Reed yeah. uh, hurt his wrist because nobody's really been playing a, 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 all week. So it's just 
and they had the the whole flu going through their team, so guys yeah. were in and out of the lineup. And yeah. I completely forgot that Nas Reed broke his wrist, um, yeah. you know, until this game. And I was like, oh yeah, they don't even have Nas Reed to lean on. So I don't know if he's going to play or not. I guess I'm assuming we'll find out um, at some point on Monday, uh, maybe Tuesday. Maybe he's a game time decision. I don't know. But either way, Timberwolves pick up a big win, um, but may have lost something in the process. And, and you know, Certainly. we'll see how that goes. The other games that mattered, let's kind of roll through them real quick. Okay. Golden State Warriors went to Portland where they just dominate, and, man, they <laughs> scored 55 points in the first quarter. Klay Thompson needed five threes to get to 300 for the season. He did that in the first six minutes of the game, Keith. Like, this team, when it wants to do stuff, can just do it. It's frustrating. Well, I don't know. And the Blazers again. suck. I mean, I'm Let's just say, I, yeah, Blazers I'm running out. Trenton. I mean, I'm sorry. Kevin Knox uh, started. Kevin Knox has been playing well. Honestly, yeah. the Blazers have been have been. They played a guy the other night against the Grizzlies who didn't have a basketball reference page. I, I apologize for uh, <laughs> his name escapes me right now. But like the Blazers at least played some of their normal guys again. Um, but this doesn't like this isn't. Hey, the Warriors are actually winning a road game. Hooray for them! No, the Blazers they want to lose. They were working hard to make sure they didn't lose their their uh, toughly fought for um, tankathon standings. If they had won, they could have risen up and tied themselves with a magic. They can't mess around and do that. No, the the, the Trailblazers had a goal today, and it was to lose a basketball game. The Warriors had a goal to win. And it worked out for him. And, of course, uh, an NBA record for first quarter scoring, the highest first quarter in NBA history with 55 points from the Warriors today. Yeah, they should have gone for 200. That, that's my take on <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Um, uh, Clippers go to Phoenix to play. Uh, we'll call them the Zombie Suns because nobody's yeah. playing for Phoenix. And the Clippers had to come from behind for the win. They were trailing 10 late in the third. Um, and then they eventually just came back. Uh, 119-114, they win. And they had their own scuffle with Mason Plumlee and Bones Highland. Now, not as not as bad as the Gobert and Kyle no. Anderson situation, but Bones Highland is a guy who's getting a reputation, in my opinion, Keith. Uh, seems like he can't get along with his teammates all that well. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't respond to criticism very well. Maybe so. Yeah, I mean, this was a weird, again, end of the season, season maybe everybody's tired uh maybe everybody's a little frustrated we saw uh ochai Agbaji get ejected it's just a lot of lots going on it's a stressful time of the year you know you're you're playing in your off seasons you're playing in your your playoff travel you know everyone's going to be hitting you up for tickets soon uh and the clippers again they were scoreboard watching it, it turned out fine for them i mean also they're not used to uh playing back-to-backs so maybe just everyone was grumpy having to play two games in a row i know they're very lax over there about not making their guys <laughs> play in consecutive games but, the, again, the Clippers handled their business. Maybe we can look at the standings now and say, hey, it might have been better if you if you would have uh, lost. But, I mean, it's also possible the Kings would have run the Clippers out of the gym uh, in, in a seven-game <laughs> series. I'm not saying I would have picked the Clippers. Just saying maybe it would have been a, a better matchup um, for uh, them as opposed yeah. to having to face Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and, and Chris Paul. Yep, and the Lakers took care of business at home, 128-117. LeBron James hit eight threes, had 36 points. Anthony Davis had a 16-point, 13-rebound night. Um, defense looked fantastic from Anthony Davis in this game in stretches. And But the Lakers, they needed help. Uh, they're in the play-in, so they're the seven seed. Minnesota Timberwolves are the eight seed. They're going to play Tuesday night. The Pelicans are the nine seed. They're going to have to play the Oklahoma City Thunder, but they get to host that game. 
and I think everything else is just, it's all set now. The end of the season's over. The play-in is set. And this is kind of what we've been waiting for, Keith. It is what we've been waiting for. I feel like these last days of the season, you know, we've talked a lot. Personally, I talk a lot online about, like, if more teams had more things to play for. Like, this Jazz game against the Lakers, the Jazz performed pretty hard, but honestly, they're they're shutting it down. They shut it down weeks ago because they don't want draft picks. And it's just like, I don't know. It's always going to be more interesting to me if the sport has stakes that you're playing for. And we dealt with it with this Mavericks thing over the weekend. And the Ma- so the Mavericks played today. Um, they had their season wrap-up interviews. Kyrie did not. Uh, make himself available to the media for a wrap up with the Dallas media, but uh, uh, you know, Luca did. Luca's like, well, he didn't right, know hey, those you know. guys. He just got there. That's true. That's yeah, that, exactly. that's fair. But it was a weird weekend for the Mavericks, Dave. Can we say that they absolutely their their chances of making the postseason were slim because again, we can scoreboard watch and we can say, all right, we need the Thunder to lose. The Thunder are going to play uh, the second unit Grizzlies, and even if Kenneth Lofton Jr. scores 42 on them, they're still probably not going to lose. And um, so the Mavericks decided internally um, we have, what, like an 80% chance of keeping our pick if, if we tank it out? We would rather have an 80% chance at keeping a top-10 pick as opposed to have a slim chance to make the postseason, which frankly is a shocking decision in my mind for a team with Luka Doncic and with Kyrie Irving to not be like, you're not going to fight to the final whistle. Like maybe, maybe my opinion would be different if like it was certain they were going to keep their draft pick or like the fact that there was uncertainty on both sides. I'm like, right. well, you're not going to, you're not going to try. It was a choice. It, they literally made a choice not to try. Yeah. And they made it Friday morning. I mean, Kyrie had an incredible fourth quarter, um, their, their previous game. I can't remember if it was Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday night had an incredible fourth quarter to to bring them back to keep their playoff hopes alive. He scored 19 right. in that. And so I refuse to believe it was a player decision that they didn't want to play on Friday. Well, Luca so, already stated that he wanted to play as long as there was still a chance. It's a bad scene. And and so the word came out that, that the NBA is going to launch an investigation, which is farcical. It's silly. Farcical. Sure. Listen, they just did the quiet part as loud as right, possible. Right. Jason Kidd admitted out loud, hey, look, man, my boss has basically said this is what we're doing. And I well, I, that, I don't have a I have a problem with that they did it, that that was the choice that they made and when they made it. I don't have a problem with them doing the same thing other teams do. Like, I, right. I think that there is, a, you know, we can split hairs on this topic. I'm anti-tanking generally. I wish the NBA would take away uh, the, the incentive. Completely. I would go right. to a full lottery. Everyone's in it. And now if you lose, you just, you lose because you suck. Don't lose on purpose. But this was an instance where it just feels like Friday morning they decided, hey, you know what? We're done. Well, so a few things. I mean, one, we're we're not daft. We understand why teams are losing. And 100%. we understand the idea of like, hey, this has been incentivized by the league's rules. That's why I crack up when like right. NBA spokesman Mike Bass is opening an investigation into why the Mavericks did this. What, what do you mean, why? Victor <laughs> Wimbanyama. They're, or... they're incentivized. <laughs> yes. You literally have a Victor Wimbanyama channel on the NBA app. Like, you're incentivized to lose. It was strange I mean, again, and now Mavericks fans who are, feel like they have to defend themselves, like, you have to recognize this was different. Because, like, yes, the Trailblazers have been embarrassing themselves and the league and the sport for a while, but we've gotten used to that. Yes, the Thunder could have made the play in each of the past two seasons before this one if they wanted to, 
They did not want to. Um, but, like, when you have Luka Doncic and he says, I want to play if I have a chance, and then he's like, oh, organizationally, we were told we don't want you to try anymore. And then, oh, it's Slovenian Knights, but he's going to play a quarter. And then Jaden Hardy, what he, I think it was Jaden Hardy, hits a half-court shot at the halftime buzzer to go up by 13. And they're like, we can't have that. And so then, like, you, then you start pulling guys out, and it's like, this is now, again, the line I use is, this is no longer sports. If you're not trying to win, it's not sports. It's something else. It's just entertainment. It's different. And so that's where it gets weird. And, like, I don't know if the league's going to do anything because, again, like, other teams are tanking. The Jazz could have made the play-in this year if they wanted to. They didn't want to. And so, again, I feel like I feel like it's a league problem where, like, there are simple fixes. You could just set the lottery date, make it a month ago. You could be like, hey, the lottery's uh, based on what your record was on, I don't know, March 9th. You could, you, but at the very end, it, it would clean up. It would clean up the people who were at the last second, be like, you know what? We're going to lose our final two games. We, we're so close to the play-in. And also, maybe it's the first time where you have a team being like, we have a chance at the play-in. No, thank you, sir. That, <laughs> that, that is super off-putting. I yeah, mean, completely yeah. off-putting. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Little bit of news also yeah. to wrap up the weekend. A couple of coaching changes happening in the league. Pistons coach Dwayne Casey is now done as the coach, but he's going to move into the front office, which, listen, I think... When they made the decision to to tank, they brought Dwayne Casey in to be an adult in the room. I think he's done a really good job there as far as, you know, d- teaching these guys. You don't hear of any problems in Detroit. Um, similar to Toronto, right? He may, may not be the guy to get him to the next level, but uh, he's going to move to the front office where I'm assuming some of his leadership uh, will, will sort of translate and he can help guide them uh, into the, you know, the competitive future that that is sure to come with all the young talent that they have in that team and in Houston they are not going to pick up the fourth year option of head coach Steven Silas so they will be in the coaching market had a huge story from Sham Sharania Kelly Eco and Sam Amick over at the athletic detailing some of the the behind the scenes stuff in Houston and it's not great but that story is great worth a read so go and check that out um, Keith, never a good idea for your GM to come and interfere with your coaches' practice. Yeah, it's not a great look there. And obviously, there's been stuff, I feel like, coming out of Houston for a while. I'm just like, I don't know. I hear ex-players talking about it, like the, maybe the lack of discipline with among the players and what's going on there. So um, I'll keep reading The Athletic to find out more about that situation. Oh, I do want to add, Dave, I do want to say Justin Manaya is the player on, on the uh, – 
on the Trailblazers, who did not have a basketball reference page, who now does. I want to recognize him. Also, by the way, a guy named Chance Comanche played for the Trailblazers today. He does not have a basketball reference page. There you go. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. That's going to do it for the regular season. Keep playoffs. Let's go. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.